on this lovely 8-8, the peak of our Lionsgate portal for my 5D mystics and the pure consciousness people, all of those of you who are optimized human being brains, integrated minds, restorative embodied selves. I am looking to calibrate to the most possible with this lovely joy. And the individuals who are navigating <clears throat> with insecure emotions, immature emotions, they, as always, bring their transference, their charges. They are attached to human suffering, and they have envy, deceit, uh, vengefulness, spitefulness, self-little justifications. They're blinded with their own light. A lot of different words, but basically when they see us, the people with pink-tainted glasses, the compassion beyond a reason, they are very, very much in the energy of jealousy, envy, spite. And it's not a pleasant one. Every year it's the same energy around lion season because a lion who's not a true lion is in that energy because they have the illusion of power and control from the adaptive child that is tortured in that they don't have in their body from the zero to one year old a infant who felt safe to connect. The teenager is pissed because life's unfair and that teenager with the infant creates an energy of spite, of deceit of envy, of attachment. It's a very low vibration, and it is a very prickly one. It's a very uh, annoying one. They point and direct it at any one of you who is compassionate beyond a reason. We are learning how to master, to zero that one out. And I know I am in an effort to communicate with my 5D mystics and those who are truly Purusha Prakriti. Because there are those who are here and they're on a personal development journey and they're intuitively called to anyone who uplifts and brings smiles and brings laughter and lets them know, yes, we are good because we do not have to have human suffering. And the ones who do for us, we're wondering, where's the truck? There's no truck on you. But, oh, wait, let me send you to a good somatic sensory motor and trauma therapist so that you can work on your window of tolerance because apparently... The big S has made its way to you and you don't know how to handle sadness in a way that allows your ventral vagal nervous system to engage. So you obviously do not have a restorative embodied self, which is why a good therapist will help you get there. And you can leave these episodes because these are not going to be helpful. Because like when I get people who are my loved ones who tell me, don't give me compassion, give me a fix. And I say to them, I don't have no fix. But uh, I don't have compassion since you don't want it. And what I know, though, is unfortunate. Their shame defectiveness little button in their body, their human suffering, could be moved out of that if they were self-compassionate. Because as the trauma experts will have informed anyone who took, and I've taken and I still take trauma educational certificate courses, classes, all of that, so that I can spell out the rules of how to move out of trauma to those who want to. Because see, those who want to will hear the words I'm speaking and not be like, how dare you say you can? Uh, yes, uh, go again. Get good trauma expert feedback and you'll understand that you're not fixed as a diagnosis. That your unresolved trauma can be moved out of the way and into normal trauma because it's called emotions that you process with your own brain and body. Excuse me. So all of it, it's an embodied brain in fact. 
So when people don't choose to move into self-compassion, they stay within fault, shame, blame. These are the shame cycles, inner critic, outer critic. They deny and they withdraw and they do it all over again. It's called unconscious behavior, karma, emotional immaturity, insecurity, and they will not want hearts and love because they're upset in their body. And now they're projecting what they're upset about again. So let's leave those people out. They're in the zone of human suffering. They're in the zone of love is unrequainted, ubiquitous, whatever. They're in the love and life is a shit show. Please put them over there. Anytime that you are happy, they're going to be miserable and some are going to get very spiteful about it as well. So just FYI, remember, it doesn't mean you have to do anything because if you are over here, you're smart enough to know how not to do business with anyone except for those who are just as compassionate about all human beings on the face of this earth and planet and beyond. That means they love every single person. They see no harm in anyone, anything. And I'm being very serious and extreme on purpose right now. They have pink tainted glasses all over the place. Those are the only people you are actually ever going to remotely. And it's going to take time before you even bother knowing if it's true or not, by the way. So in time, this is where let's move into 8-8. So in time, T-I-M-E, actions, they speak louder than words ever will. You know what speaks even louder than words and action is people's nervous system. Again, put to the side the loved ones who hurt because they're hurt. And they're vengeful and spiteful. They're malicious. They're not malicious. Evil doesn't exist in the sense of that, but they are evil in the way they're thinking about something because they're pissed at you because you're loving and you love all people and they want it to be special. And they only want some people to be special and they don't want the planet to keep doing what it's doing. They're very angry at every single one of these other people and they're angry and angry and angry and leave them alone. They don't know how to manage their energy. And I'm doing something very specific right now because they consistently are here every time there's these peak ascension moments because they don't know how to handle themselves as grown-ups and they want it from everybody else. And they don't use what they get because the thing about self-transformation is that they need to learn to self-regulate their nervous system and they're not. Okay, so the people who compete with you the ones who are envious, they're false lights, meaning they're pretend bullshit, not kind people. They want other people to suffer. They don't know this because they're bullshitting themselves by being the victim of their own story and making humanity out to be some victim that they need to rescue. So they're having some other sob shit go down and I'm cursing because they're all over this shit and they're lying. And when we see hypocrites, we're all over that shit. So leave it alone. Again, they are not actually going to be able to match you. You're not them. They're not you. They're trying really hard to stand out from the crowd, but they really are just a trending topic like anybody else is that doesn't understand how to be compassionate beyond a reason with all of humanity. That means we include everyone we don't actually think of our lovely human evolution as needing fixing. We know evolution means it reorganizes itself. And you know the smart thing about biology is it doesn't use the past as if they have not understood it. No, no. The beauty of memory and biology when you learn about how it reorganizes is that it uses the blueprint. 
The blueprint is a very basic blueprint. <laughs> so plus and minus, masculine, feminine energy. Anybody who is in the Enlightenment Soul Age group knows what I'm talking about, so I'm not going to go on and explain this. And if you have questions, let me know. But some things, they're not explainable. And we're building a group of people who are motivated and inspiring and moving towards their Zen mastery. So you're going to have a smart brain, which means you can handle right, left, right, left, all together. And if you can't, then you're not a smart brain in this group. This group, stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. We go around in circles. We don't do empirical. It's pseudoscience lady again. There is no uh, facts here. It's pseudoscience, food for thought, educational, because there's subject matters that I use to educate those who want to be their self, for real, not pretend. So they get out of their shame cycle all on their own or with the support of good psychoeducation. They know how to work their ventral vagal system with or without yoga. And they know their human experience with a spiritual process, which means one and in the same. Nobody's more special than the ones who hear this. They don't like it because they're pointing fingers at the criminals who they've decided are criminals and are forgetting the word that they're using and the fact that mental health people talk about every one of us being born as an infant and they forget everything about how they are not another body and not that infant and that they're casting a stone, by the way. So again, please. Let us move all of those pissy off assholes, because that's what they are, to pure consciousness. Separation consciousness are assholes to us. They don't know how to unconditionally love. And they want to be pissy at us, because we equally love all people. Where's my solo poly? Come on over. Leave those other people and their envy and jealousy and low vibration to the group that is in the low vibe, and just watch it from afar. It's a very low vibe rainbow, and it's muggy, and it's in a lagoon, and it's in a, you know, like gargamel with the Smurfs, that difference, okay? So, it's not going to affect you. It's just near you, because they see you. They see you, and you piss them off, and their fire burns higher, and they keep on getting fumed into their own shit, because they're not actually coming out of it. The saddest part is that these are people who actually claim to know psychoeducation. Obviously, they didn't learn any good stuff. No, they're not hearing it. So, again, moving them to the side. We're building relationships not with people who are living life uh, like that. We have 24 hours. So you will have, I'm sure, if you're in a space of being your own secure base and your own safe haven, if you've moved more and more towards knowing your worthiness as a person, you're good to be yourself. This is very straightforward, okay? So, very straightforward. These lovely people, they allow themselves to have quirks, and we live our quirks very freely, okay? So, let's talk about this and how it is for us to build relationships. So when we're around people who we do realize they're not awakened at their third eye, they're locked in their own uh, actually disturbed, unfortunate human suffering. So when they're facing a storm, yes, they can be intuitives, but they feel that they have no other options and they feel abandoned by their support system. And uh, they don't actually realize only children get abandoned, as Terry Real points out, and that they're an adult now. So they don't want to learn about the good psychoeducation. And that's why 4D doesn't do anybody good when they tell them that there's karmics putting in the ear of twin flames or soulmates fucking shit. That's not the case. 
when people love each other and they enjoy each other's company they want more of each other period so when you want more of each other you help each other feel good about being yourself not the opposite and that's with all of those relationships and so again when you're excited and people get excited with you about the topics that you are into right okay so some relationships obviously they're exciting and building and uh, you're interacting with that knowingness of next steps within your business within your friend circle family circle love circle and you build more and more mindful relationships thanks to your functional adult love language and so this is where direct communication is very easy if somebody is an adaptive child, they bring to you their insecure, emotional, envious, jealous, spite, deceptful, all that stuff. You know how to handle it. And the, I'm so sorry, or okay, mm, yep, you know, you hear them out. You are present. You're not making assumptions or anything like that. You're just hearing what they're saying. And that's why they know you're genuinely uh, appreciating that they're being direct with you. The fact that it's a transference is indifferent, so that they're throwing upon you their insecurity, their insecure abandonment issues, their fear of rejection issues. It's all their, it's not issues, but it's fear-based. So they're projecting it also. That's why they're creating a type of not conversation. Adaptive children don't want to converse. They're trying to maintain power and control because it's a safety behavior trauma, maladaptive response as an adult. So their unresolved trauma, they're leading the way unconsciously because they are in the structural dissociation. They're using their left mode all right, but their right is in their charge states and with their unresolved trauma, and they're choosing to make you out to be either the person who needs to support their being a victim or you are the bad person who's being now the one who doesn't know anything about something or you're you know neglecting their needs and being an asshole about it or whatever it is you're completely here when people use that word rude okay is so interesting because every person what they don't realize about this word is that it's personal and they don't care this is the point people who are adaptive children they do social good behavior they plan their life based on each other they're not their own agent so they're not their own differentiated self and they don't say you know i don't live a filtered mouth so if you can't uh tell me and then allow me to recalibrate i i'm not going to so we're not each other's parents again zen masters that's why as terry real points out only children get abandoned and he's doing couples therapy i talk to people for all of your relationships doesn't matter if it's a couple or not you have a right to say, I'm so sorry, and then to turn away and not to be more friends with these people, build a secure connection, knowing what to stay away from, and that's it. So people who have any form of adaptive children are very much uh, unpleasant territory. So we write no fun, rigid people, insecure, emotionally insecure, immature, don't know how to talk, don't know how to play, don't know how to do shit, uh, we are not going to go there uh, for anything except for, no, we're not going to go there, they can come when they want, and that's about it, because the reality is, when adaptive children are uh, harsh, unforgiving, and all of this, they just want you to be whatever, they want to fit you in their little puzzle, no Zen master is going to be pushed and shoved in a fucking puzzle piece, <laughs> so we're not going to do it, 
And this is why, no matter what relationship, they can use all the fancy words they want to real. Children get abandoned. Children get rejected. Children, inner child, your wound, not mine. I don't have to tend to it and I don't have to filter my mouth. We don't have to be in anywhere near our vicinity. So when I'm sharing, I'm sharing to people who understand this concept. So it means the right silence in the moment. Again, you learn. Data point taken. No fun people. You put them in your playground and then you move away from that and you move towards the grown up playground. Because we're grown ups, I'm not a child. If I was a child, I'd still be a teenager. So, on that note, again, 8 8. <laughs> Lions that roared, they don't make it miserable for you. And they actually uh, don't get distracted. So, let's move into the next channel guidance. Yes, people who are in shame cycles and they don't move out of that, they stay within their deniers. They go do sex, alcohol, drugs, food. They go and seek out entertainment in a way of distracting themselves that is a waste of time for those who know why i just said that because you would be out of the adaptive child if you are anywhere near enlightenment soul age material or 5d again pure consciousness knows the difference between a good use of your time and an ineffective one compulsive behaviors are ineffective shame cycles ineffective that's a cycle it's a it's a karma wheel that is not in the dharma and it's also one that does not bring you health if you're using your time with drinking sexing fucking and doing shit that doesn't allow you to get out of whatever turmoil you went through you're ignoring your emotions your sensations your stuff this means you're not actually taking care of yourself you're distracting yourself which is why it's a shame cycle it's not a shame because you need to be ashamed of something it's a shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic, denying through addictions, drugs, sex, alcohol, food. These are the compulsive behaviors, maladaptive responses slash safety responses to the unresolved trauma, too much, too soon, overwhelming, window of tolerance. <clears throat> okay, so groups of people right now, what they're going to do is that they get busy, 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 and they distract themselves. The ones who are not that, I'm going to move them to the side. Every year they do the same thing. In fact, it's quite horrible to tap into a collective that continues to actually think of adrenaline as the highlight of their life and then to not realize that it's not. And that every year they crash down and tumble over and then they go and do it again. No matter how many times they get to that adrenaline rush, when they crash down, it's a very shit show. That light and shadow, they choose to keep doing it all on their own because that's what they say life is. They don't know they can maintain the ventral vagal nervous system because they don't know they have their ventral vagal nervous system in their power they're too busy with their insecure attachment style not knowing how to inner nurture not knowing how to balance not knowing that balance means i drink moderately i fuck moderately i eat moderately and i do everything moderately and i check in with my body and if i have pent up energy it's not moderately so i need to figure out how to exercise release in a healthy way my energy which means enjoyably and it can be done versus no no man it's so hard okay so 5d mystics and i'm going to look to organize ihp intros again and again and again because i am here to support people who are pure consciousness not the ones who want to stay limited. So if you cannot unconsciously love humanity yourself and know that life 
is unknown, uncertain, unwanted. And this means know it, K-N-O-W. So it means you understand what I just spoke and it doesn't feel like a truck is on you. If you feel that a truck is on you, that's called your body having a window of tolerance. I'm not a therapist. I don't want to be one. I have a great list of therapists that I can send you to, meaning sources. And you can go and start a journey. That is very important. So if you have overwhelming feelings and you want to talk about human suffering and that life is shitty and that life is hard, then I have resources for you to go to. Please move away from all of the IHP content because you're not going to find what you're looking for because you're not wanting to understand the body and mind of you and to take ownership of it like a normal human being can, which is where I'm so happy for the younger generation who don't have to actually have fucking stupid excuses because we got enough psychoeducators who are telling them to stop being in any of that cancel culture bullshit because we got extremists right now. And these are grown up people, by the way, that are the extremists, not the kids. So I'm talking to the ones who want to be intellectually savvy, moderate, and do something with their life in the future and in their relationships, might I add, versus when I see somebody, and I'm from America and Italy, I would say I consider myself quite lucky. I'm not rich, I'm not famous, nor do I have any, like, oh, no. But what I do know is I'm lucky. And not because of some weird-ass gift. No, I'm not in the middle of the street, starving to death. I'm not with people who are beating me or something like that. I'm not spreading words of let's hate each other and talk about people and groups. You know, when I see people who are voicing those influencers who are creating groups, it it, it makes my stomach sick because while they're highlighting things in a way that's destructive, they could be highlighting things in a way that's constructive. If they remember that those people that they're pointing a finger at were people that were infants like they were and that they have no right to be pointing fingers at each other like that because it's called shaming, blaming, faulting, revenging. And those are all people who are not grown-ups. So they shouldn't even have a platform, which is also why I'm not against the system controlling anything because I actually do know how to be a grown-up. But I see that a lot of people like to point that finger. Oh my gosh, when they're pointing that finger about social media. I mean, I will never forget that horrible, horrible documentary. Okay, so moving back to our land of adults and not the land of the excuses of how people like to point a finger outside and make it all about the outside world, the growing up relationships we don't say, uh, take care of me, please. I'm your child. Come and make sure that I get uplifted. No, we're adults. We like to converse, you know, heart-to-heart conversations. Okay, so people who are grown-ups, they don't lie to each other. They don't do casual betrayal shit. They don't, like, make up excuses. They're very straightforward. In fact, very much, I might add. When we find people that don't know how to be straightforward, we learn how to put gloves so that we can avoid touching their ego's sensitivities. And then they actually learn how to make do with whatever life hands them. Their energy levels don't increase by their own choosing. As I said, there's good somatic sensory motor trauma experts that can help you manifest your entire world inside your body and outside. And it's a really beautiful place because your body's going to thank you for it because that's where health comes from. And health means like your actual vitals. So when you're in your ventral vagal nervous system, this is why you're able to do more because you're at ease in your body. You don't feel threatened. And on that note, those lovely relationships that we get to build... So we are healing 
And some people are able to give to those who awaken to their self the knowledge that true inner nurturing is balanced and that uh, external nurturing are people that support you, but they don't lie to you and they don't baby you. Okay, so the people who want to stand up on their own feet, who want to smile on their own, those people, the ones who know that life is made of their own smiles, <laughs> those individuals are actually taking the opportunity to see the truth about what adventure really means and so how to move out of the illusion and the illusion of taking distractions so drinking, sex, food, again, okay? So they learn how not to be in distraction mode. The people who are going to do distraction, they're going to do distraction and do another cycle the same, okay? Right now I'm talking about the ones who move out of distraction mode. So what they do is they recognize that only if they put that hand in the lion's mouth, right? So they look themselves in the face. Uh, they are able to resolve their inner conflict and that's... Uh, shame defectiveness so they are able to say i am worthy i am a loving heart i am a beautiful person other people are beautiful everyone is deserving of this thing called love everyone can be an adult we all are adults if we're adults right okay having said that some people will have done this with a professional some people on their own some people through our community some people together all of it we're not an island ever so what you've learned to do and what you will keep learning as we continue channeled guidance and every day we have episodes, I am thinking of how to reorganize content when uh, people, whether they are monogamous or polyamorous, enter into their relationships, you're always building with a foundation of we're adults. So we talk about our feelings and we are the adults who can say fuck you, fuck you. So when we meet the adults who if you say fuck you, they get offended so they don't like your direct communication, that is the data point that you need to put them in the no fun adaptive child box. And they're boxed. And they're not boxed because you don't go near them. They're boxed in that you learn how to speak the language that they speak. Functional adults learn a love language. We don't filter. We learn how to ensure that we continue to maintain a attunement that is present and aware and resonates with what they need because that's how you do it as a grown-up and you learn though you're not going to have fun over there because those are abandoned children who are still in a lack mindset that creates conflict because when they're asked to bring out the strength of their own heart they don't know how to use heart body with values with physical with energy with mind they're not in alignment they don't trust in themselves they don't trust in life they're not in a mind that is mindful and in mind sight and able to navigate left mode, right mode, integration of the mind. They're not able to say, you know, these sensations, these images, these thoughts, these dreams, these things that I'm living in right now going through, they are part of my human experience. It's normal. doesn't matter if it's a twin flame or twin flames, soulmates, if it's parents, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. A person who is a grown-up, mystic or not, in a moment where things are basically crashing around you you're not going to grow less loving you're not going to grow less energetic you're not going to go down you're going to stay steady 
because you know that you are the person who's handling your mind here. And so your predictions, there are no predictions. You're in a moment not distracting yourself. You're saying, I know what I'm going through and I know what I'm feeling and I know what I'm seeing and I know what I'm sensing and I'm going to breathe. And then I'm going to do whatever I want in order to bring more to me. Now, making requests of people, that's the adoptive children. They're looking to build secure attachment relationships. So those of us who build secure connections, we hear them. We're not attaching, but we hear them because we're building a secure connection. We learn again. This is the area of the adaptive children. This is the area of the low vibration people. This is the area they do not know how to maintain a high. They only do highs and lows, highs and lows, highs and lows. So based on their pattern, we'll see highs and lows. That's it. When they're low, we won't be, uh, we'll try to make sure we can have their vibe they need so they can know we see you, we will soothe you, and that means we will try not to be excessively enjoyable, meaning excessively like, wow, life is so fucking awesome, because that's going to actually not support them, okay? But we don't really spend too much time with those people, because they're not taking life and heart into their own hands and saying, I am a grown-up and I can work with this and that it's okay. They're not moving towards their restorative embodied self, so they're not optimizing their human experience to move into their infinite higher human consciousness potential. That's their choice. The ones who do instead, here's what they do. They take our love, they take love in general, they take what's happening, and they know they want to bring out their lion and they want to smile with their own roar. And so they learn to balance out the excessive, whatever it is that their behavior, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, whatever it is that they habitually will have noticed they do to keep themselves out of moving into equanimity. And then into grown-up land. So it's not challenging, although they know it's a long journey, meaning that it's going to take some time. If they take that hand, in order to do it, though, here's the part. The way that a person takes the hand of those of us who are compassionate beyond a reason. So if you're a Zen master, you will know what I'm talking about. So you will put out a hand, and a person who takes the hand and they uplift themselves through that relationship with you and you with them. It's called adults uplifting each other. Okay, if you're uplifting each other, it means you're also talking about emotional and physical and future stability together. So these actions are very consistent and they're very much around the lighter loving energy. No one is boggled down. If there's a stagnant energy, then there's nothing to do with that. So people who have stagnant energy is very clear because there's no interactions that can happen. It's not a good or bad thing. It's relationships that have a simple put, stagnating, meaning a steady. I have plenty of people in my lovely playground. They're in a side it's called they're good where they're at so they've stabilized what their consciousness is and that's where they're living their life okay so with that being said 
the ones who instead you're actively engaged in and with, they're learning how to put in the work and they actually are getting more and more intrigued by the ability to choose what path to take thanks to the energy of love thanks to the energy of intellect thanks to the energy of um, the ability to share time together and uh, to share interactions there is the knowingness that life is really always made by the steps you take by the thoughts you think and by the thoughts also the words you choose when you choose words it's important to use the equanimous words beginning with neutrality helps you and in the advanced place of the inner growth program is where you get neutrality and duality beginning with neutrality helps you to sit in the middle with your likes and dislikes and so when we have people we love anytime we want to address something of important we are going to sit with ourselves the people who understand that insecure emotionally speaking and immature emotionally speaking people are always going to be that until they show us otherwise we do not engage in any way shape or form with those people we disengage from them and consistently because they don't expand our consciousness they limit their conversations with the words of humanity sucks life is evil da 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 and the people who are infinite higher human consciousness we don't want any of that verbiage the part about you being a creator and you having imagination okay a 5d person will know how important it is to have people who go beyond stereotypes generalizations and everything that is in a limited consciousness so if we need anything of information we're going to get it from documentaries and not the shitty ones we're going to figure it out by just watching the first couple minutes of it because the sensation of a movie or of a documentary of whatever is going to already tell you what is going to give you so we are not going to go anywhere that our body's like oh wow this is shitty no no we're gonna go where the wow and there's plenty of them oh my gosh when you're watching a documentary that amazes you that's really great we're gonna go to the ones that educate us so when there's data points that are important for us to note but we don't have to exasperate the sadness of it right so the fact that we need more attention to our oceans and all that we like to learn the data and so we won't choose a sob story docu-series we will choose to read a book we will choose to get the data from environmentalists from people who are actively doing something economists okay so we're always looking for ways to maintain the expanded consciousness and that is very easy and straightforward in fact one of the reasons why we don't speak much about our stuff is not because of uh, not having things it's because usually people they apply the limited version of their life to it uh, and really it's also their low vibe so on that note we do have an awareness of some people they ask you about what's going on and what what's up with your life but they don't really want to know 
<laughs> it's actually fascinating uh, how their uninterest is pretty direct, and yet they keep on trying to get you to talk about stuff. But when you are, it's almost like they want to twist it and make it into something negative. Like they evaluate it and they want to give you a problem. Or they want you to see it from another angle. So the people who are instead differentiated and they link, this is where they love hearing our stories. I love when I get to talk to those people, my loved ones, because whenever we're talking about any of the interactions, uh, they're not having prejudice. They're not having envy. They're not attached. They're not deceiving me. They're not doing please appease. They're not uh, crapping on humanity. And there's, there's a lot of um, different ways that they don't do any of that. And really, it's how the initial conversation feels. So as you share with people what's happening, the minute that you're uplifted is the minute that you know you have in front of you a person you're going to expand with your consciousness. And that's because of their energy and the way they're excited about what you're sharing. The ones who are low on energy, they're low on energy. So they want whatever it is that's being shared so that they can have the actual exchange with you. And that's where it's not in any way, shape, or form draining. It's something we are aware of and we, in fact, share. And then we realize what is happening and we'll just you know naturally allow our conversation to flow to wherever it's going to flow but we don't uh, actually evaluate so when I say we learn not to share is that because they're in a locked up garden that has no garden they're locked up in their envy little chamber room so they're looking out they want everything they want they're just not aware uh, we on the other hand see through their window so we see that they're locked up and they're like, okay, you're not going to actually be contributing to my, my story is fun. My story is, is beautiful. You, you're you're going to make it into some nightmare and, and that's not really going to help. Or you're going to twist it into some stereotype, some type of uh, equation of, again, good guy, good gal, bad guy, bad gal, and these or rescuing something or saving something and that's not what we do with our oversoul when we are twin flames soulmates and the people in our life let me talk a little bit about that one since we're doing channeled guidance for this lovely Lionsgate portal we don't save our oversoul nobody is saving anyone we're all part of the same piece of energy it's one energy your vibration depends on how you've learned and how you choose to learn to navigate your own heart as a human being and your heart body. It's about the embodied brain. So your prediction machine is your brain. Your nervous system is your body. If you will have had abuse, neglect, and therefore you have insecure attachment and you have unresolved trauma, it will come up. If you've handled it with addictive compulsive behaviors, that means you have patterns that involve uh, things you would notice and that can include sex drugs alcohol food but it's other than that lying uh, continuing to come in and out of people's lives continuing to stay undecided there's a very specific way your energy goes up and down up and down up and down and that's because you have not taken a minute to say wait a minute I'm not learning to 
actually maintain. You don't know what self-regulation means, one, and you don't know that the equanimity is you in a neutral charge, meaning no charge. It's zero land. You haven't learned enough about how to handle your energy body, your mental body, and your physical body as a grown-up. You don't learn how to use your left and right modes. People don't like the explanation. The 4D think they're special. They keep wanting to talk about, again, energy vampires. So when they're with their oversoul, they think they're fixing people. That's not how it works. We're not fixing, rescuing. No, none of that. Nobody is our study anything. <laughs> you know, this is the saddest thing to hear people that treat their loved ones like study subjects. And, you know, there are those who uh, will have, do do that. They actually study the people that they hang out with. It's quite... Um, I don't know how to explain it, and I won't. So let's move into the actual people who are genuine in their relationships. They appreciate the differences that they bring to each other. They appreciate the honesty and the directness, and they appreciate that more than being babied because they don't want to be babied. They are not looking for a parent in their partnerships. They want a relationship. Okay. And then our last minutes here, we, in relationships, the true lions that roar do not have fear about being vulnerable from the heart. And therefore, we do not fix, run, chase. No, we are direct and we are consistent. And that communication is a love language that each person gets to choose, period. And so, with our secure connections, whether, again, solo poly, or if you have another type of polyamory uh, organized structure, or monogamy, with those romantic partners, let's talk a little bit about this one, as we close on out, you're only in the consistent love mode, and so there are no lovers from your past that you would say have been bad in the sense of you don't know what they have brought to the table. doesn't matter if they did any of those aspects that other people consider something that they judge. The other people are not 5D. The other people are not pure consciousness. I'm channeling and speaking to those who are moving into we're all flawed and all imperfect. And then I'm talking to those who are connected to the sphere with the knowledge of your oversoul. So those who are not, it's okay. Basically, all your relationships, you have gained value from them. You're grateful, appreciative, and you know what you got to grow up to become, which is a functional adult who has compassion. And you understand that a ideal, anything in life, means you unconditionally love me and you support whatever my dreams are. That means you get excited for me. If you don't get excited for my subject matters, there's already something that's going to be missing because we're not going to be giving each other that fuel in our 24 hours, which is made of your job and what you're interested in. So it's not a good or bad thing. It's just there's one missing piece. That's why for solo poly and just polyamory, we build relationships that are secure connections and some are safe haven and secure base, others are just safe base, or just secure base, excuse me, or just safe haven. Some do build secure attachment relationships, and some don't. We just build secure connections. 
The attachment requires time and therefore consistent contingent communication where a person is consistently both safe haven and secure base, which would mean that they are excited about every single fucking thing you do, not even half of one, no, every single thing that you are interested in, they get excited for you because this is called differentiation and linkage. So their body is consistently in a excitement for another human being. You can be only full of love when you are consistently excited about your life and or at the very least you're excited to see somebody you love happy. And that's instinctive, immediate. Okay, so immediate because that's what happens when people actually have each other's interest in mind as differentiated and linked people. You don't have envy, you don't have spite, you don't have jealousy, you don't have insecure attachment anything you don't have immature emotional anything you don't have a ego that needs to feel thumbs up thumbs down you don't need approval or disapproval you're a differentiated thinking feeling person another body with another body you're excited about their success and that's it if you have envy jealousy you actually are able to speak if you're an adult about it and to know it's okay and to work on it because that means it's your immature insecure emotional response which is okay because it's normal because we all will have began life with the desire to be wanting to be seen to be safe to be soothed so we all will know of insecure attachment potentially or misattunement so where we seek to be in a space of awareness, are we good? What's going on? When you're an adult, this is why we talk about it. So if I'm not sure if we're good, I ask, are we good? And you can reassure me. Okay, so reassurance is something that also is a part of the equation of relationships. And as people who, again, easily have a door to this romance because we're not lions who fear leaps of faith. The part about that is where people are getting to make choices for others. Others who are instead still a little bit scared. They're being given opportunity to choose something amazing. They have brought it forth. They've manifested this type of love. And they didn't think it would actually make its way to them. But it did. So those people are taken a little bit off guard, but they're not going to run away from it. And it's very clear to them what work there can be and how easy it is to make things flow because here's where the adults know how to flow. We have fun. So nobody drags anybody down because that's where secure attachment within your own body is. You're excited for each other because you're not insecure people and that means you also understand that emotional triggers are normal so if somebody yells at you in your face you're not going to be like oh you're horrible for the rest of your life or let's say they lie to you and let's say they consistently like my three-year teenage relationship I don't look back at that relationship and think what a shitty relationship no I learned a lot from that relationship and really I didn't meet any people that are any different than this teenage person mm, a lot of people don't know how to actually be 
emotionally mature and I don't laugh because it's funny I laugh because it's humorous to see men think of themselves as men when they're not because if you cannot be vulnerable meaning you can't whether it's cry tell me the truth whatever it is I will know any person who's a mystic will know and that's something that of course you're not going to state because when a person's pent up sadness is a two-year-old that they don't even know how to handle that's why as Terry Real points out and he helps men because he talks about the unfortunate situation of the three-year-old boy who's in a household where he will have gotten a feeling from another male figure that it is not okay to cry and that pent-up shit is not good for that boy and they stay boys when I meet men as long as they cannot be vulnerable they're not men I don't tell them that I'm not gonna offend them as long as I meet a human being who's a human being that can't release emotion naturally I'm gonna know they're incomplete and they don't know the good psychoeducation I don't talk about women in the sense because as a woman so I identify with women she and her so when women identify as this those women if they are mature, they're not going to point a finger at women or men who don't know how to be emotional. Because a mature woman will know, wow, you feel for the men. For the women, you feel for them too. The women, though, they have a different way that they use that energy when it's not expressed in maturity. The men, they, it's almost like they're suffocating. So in both cases, it's an energy that is of suffering and we're not going to do anything about it because that means we have again an insecure emotionally speaking person who will not know how to reveal what they're feeling and whenever we do try to have conversations with adaptive children again this is where they the depends they're they're a ticking uh, time person who does not even have the decency to recognize that they didn't know and they don't know how to handle their own emotions and they're posing it on another person. Adults know what it's like to be adults. And so when we meet children who have fear of abandonment, they have fear of rejection, they have clown faces, male, female, days, we will put clown face, emotional immaturity, emotional insecurity, no fun, rigid, harsh, unforgiving, not learning things. They're all over the place. There's so many different words. They're all the people who are right now in little groups not saying, let's come together. The ones of us who are saying, hey, come together. Hello, hello, one globe, come on, come on over. We can all do this. It's, those are the 5D people. We can do it. Come on over. The tone is one of, okay, we know that there's a lot of different things that you believe in, but let's all stay connected with what's happening for real. And that would be that our planet needs our support and a lot of other things, right? Our, our countries and stuff like that. So we don't need to yell about it. Let's build your relationships in these last five minutes. The beautiful relationships, they're always easygoing. They're fun. They light your soul they light your mind, they light your body, they make you want more and 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 it isn't in a way of overcharge and it isn't in a way of undercharge, it's in a way of consistent high. So here's what happens when you have consistent high in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group with your lovely Oversoul and those lovely twin flames and stuff like that. 
you learn how to cherish the richness of those very specific sensations that are something that you experience thanks to embodying a moment of connectedness between you and another. And those are the two nervous systems. So being able to connect. You don't have to even be in each other's presence to do this. That the minute that there is an interaction that is uh, enriching to two people, and so it's heaven in the body, there's a not being able to put that to the side because it's two ventral vagal nervous systems, okay? And so the consistent ease with which our lovely... 5DC relationships are those who are Zen masters, you know what I'm talking about. Again, the ones that move forward in complete, 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 there's a level of mysticism and or intuitiveness. There's a constant Purusha Prakriti, their effort to move into their own smiling and then sharing a smile their own activity they're knowing that if there was and or is an activity there's a reason so their inner exploration they bring it to you they talk to you they want to always be in a state of conversation in a interaction they don't hide from you nobody hides from anyone and that's because building mindful relationships means heart to heart roaring line conversations not people telling other people don't tell me this or don't do this when i'm okay when i'm not okay you don't tell people how to behave if you are equals adults you don't tell each other how to speak differentiated selves they link there's a me we we are present we then attune and you have your love language i have my love language and we then resonate and we build trust I accept your love language, you accept my love language, I feel good about being myself, you feel good about being yourself, this excitement between us keeps growing to where we actually want more of each other, and that means we're going to consistently want to have conversations, communication, at the very least, that's where you build intimacy, asking how is it going how was your weekend what are you doing what's up what did you learn today what did you learn yesterday even if it's once in a blue moon but still there's a there's a way of developing a consistent presence for some people their love language is a lot more silent and that's the part of where they get to become aware of it or not obviously silence does not lead to expansion so remember that, and this is where inaction, though, does mean something. And if inaction leads for silence over time, it means that there's a lack of interest because there's a lack of same charge, and therefore there's a lack of the interest and desire to build momentum together, right? Grown-ups know how to work with this one very easily so twin flames again soulmates nobody's chasing nobody's running we are taking actions that match and or even if they don't match they're still going to be what speaks so actions speak louder than words over time we have our playground and right now for those of you who are zen masters you know all of the areas of your playground 
and we add to our playground. So the new people, they're being slowly organized because every year you will have new people that you can add and they begin and uh, become the secure connections that you build over time. Excitement is the indication and uh, love. So consistent love, consistent uh, interaction is that indication of there being growth. And as this 8-8 eight eight closes on out, I'm sure that the double infinity has brought you some great, great uh, roaring love if you are in this lovely 5D space. If not, then you're getting to choose to be consistent in your own Zen mastery and keep moving towards that within your relationships to build grown-up relationships and to organize those who are not grown-up and to keep on doing more of the compassion beyond a reason. So we'll be back with more. Have a great day.